He's the amazing Dr. Gray. He's Mr. Organized. He can organize your life, too. And if rash develops, discontinue use. Then there's a long-term cause, such as waste disposal. I don't know if you're familiar with who runs that business, but I assure you it's not the Boy Scout. You got the Strictly Business Show, the world-famous Strictly Business Show with me, Dr. J, the sexiest business show in the world with all the business love you really need. We've been talking a little showbiz streaming business about the season finale of Snowfall. So, Mike G, let's do some quick Strictly Business headlines and we'll get right back to it. Okay, we're going to start off with some angry Twitter business. On Thursday, Twitter began removing those darn blue checkmark icons from the profiles of thousands and thousands of celebrities, politicians, and journalists. Say what? I said Oprah Winfrey and Elmo are no longer verified. I'm available 24-7 to help solve issues. Call me 3 a.m. on a Sunday morning. I don't care. (laughs) As a result, duplicate accounts have started popping up all over the Internet, including but not limited to Hillary Clinton and even the city of New York. Now, we all know a check mark meant that Twitter had verified an identity, but in October, Musk began charging $8 a month to maintain a verification status. What a load of crappy crap crap. I concur. <laughs> and apparently, Oprah and Hillary had other things on their minds that Trump setting up an $8 transfer. <laughs> and even King LeBron James said in a tweet, Welp, guess my blue check will be gone soon because if you know me, I ain't paying for this. Athlete, I am not an entertainer. These are the ABCs of me, baby. (laughs) But Musk has been picking up the tab for several celebrity accounts to retain their check marks, including King James. I'm available 24-7 to help solve issues. Call me 3 a.m. on a Sunday morning. I don't care. (laughs) But King James had come out publicly and said, I didn't ask you to do all that. Athlete. I am not an entertainer. These are the ABCs of me, baby. That's all you had to say. (laughs) Okay, let's go over a few things. Now, originally, Elon Musk proposed $20 a month for this verification, but people said, what the hell are you doing? So they settled on $8 a month opposed to $9 or $10 a month. I don't know how they got that number. Now, me and my business acumen assume that celebrities like Oprah and Elmo would have been grandfathered or grandmothered into the blue verification. Silly me, right? Because we all know Oprah has the $8 a month, but the woman is worth, last I checked, a billion dollars. So setting up this transfer is way below her pay grade. It's below Gail's pay grade. It's below the pay grade of anybody that works for Oprah. Okay? So this is where we are. This man buys Twitter and lays off 80% of the staff. Some offices don't even have toilet paper, and because the maintenance bills aren't being paid, they're not cleaning up the joint. Other offices are having garage sales online, selling pizza ovens and kegerators to stay open, and now Twitter is valued at $20 billion. The man paid $44 billion for it, so... Did I cover everything, Mike G? Yeah, actually, we got some breaking news about this, Dr. J. Late last night, we saw that any uh, previously verified account that has over a million followers is now verified again. What's tricky about that is that that Elon Musk did this without anybody's knowledge. And also, when you click on their verification profile, it says that this user is subscribed to Twitter Blue, which is not the case because they are not subscribed to Twitter Blue. They just have over a million followers. A lot of smart attorneys out there say that this could be a problem with the FTC because 
because Elon is claiming that these people are buying a product that they're not buying, which is false advertising. So he's having a great time today. <laughs> and he's blowing up stuff in space. We'll get to that later. So, okay, let's move over to some friendly skies business. Well, the one thing that you can't say about working for Southwest Airlines lately, that things don't get dull. Say what? I said the saying, there's no such thing as bad publicity, does not apply to Southwest Airlines. <laughs> so first, on Tuesday, they had more delays that disrupted the entire system. <laughs> Stop it. It was nothing like what happened back during the Christmas holiday travel massacre, but the cause was the same problem. That damn old software they keep uh, using. I don't know if you're familiar with who runs that business, but I assure you it's not the Boy Scouts. You got that right. <laughs> also, a Southwest plane this week was delayed in Houston because an unknown passenger spilled a large amount of what was described as Asian rice in the aisle, and the flight attendant refused to allow the pilot to take off until somebody confessed and cleaned it up their damn self. After an hour delay and a verbal scorning and shaking their finger at everybody, they finally cleaned it up and they cleared for takeoff. What the hell is going on? <laughs> and finally, on Thursday, a video went viral of a Southwest passenger losing his mind over the sound of an evil, nefarious crying baby. Oh, sorry, did I break your concentration? Not mine, his. <laughs> well, I guess the friendly skies are not so friendly anymore in Southwest world. If you recall last month, another passenger lost his you-know-what, threatened everybody, and eventually shanked a poor flight attendant in the face with a broken-off spoon. And my sources tell me that Southwest Pilot Union, they're having a pilot shortage because they're losing to the competition. Because... Of course, you have outdated software. You got you have flight attendants pulling rank and saying we ain't going nowhere until somebody pick up their own mess from the aisle. And now you got angry belligerent passengers yelling over crying babies. I mean, is this where we are? We normally refer to Spirit Airlines as the low budget Section 8 airline, <laughs> but now Southwest is giving them a run for their money, Mike G. Yes, Southwest, not that great. I, that one, the, the crying baby one, like, get over it. It's a Southwest flight, and so you're not flying to, like, Indonesia. It's not going to be 16 hours. Just suck it up, go to your happy place, and just don't worry about it and ruin it for everybody else. He could have put his headphones on, and his poor wife, I feel bad for her if you saw the video. She She's just got her head down because she can't control this idiot. And look, once again, if you want to get the money up, Maybe go the Franklin Saint route and get your own plane to become your own pilot. Go do that. If you're going to fly, fly first class somewhere else, go do it. Charter a plane if crying babies makes you sick. And he did all the crying. And once again, they had to land the plane and everybody's plans get all screwed up because of this idiot. And now that we know if you have a fight, you're not you're not banned from flying. You might as well just whip his ass as soon as you get off the plane. <laughs> <laughs> plain simple. And we'd be on another plane doing the same thing. So this is crazy. So Southwest, get your house in order. And finally, moving over to I'm not your guru business. Do you feel like you're settling? <laughs> Are you living the life that you expected? Say what? Well, look no further. You might be eligible to attend a free seminar led by noted public speaker, not Les Brown, 
not Tony Robbins, but Matthew McConaughey. Really, dude? Do you actually think I'm that stupid? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, McConaughey has reportedly semi-retired from acting to develop his guru business. He will be hosting a free virtual event called The Art of Living. How about Fantasyland? (laughs) (laughs) I think they'll stick to The Art of Living. (laughs) Now... This will be a virtual thing going on April 24th, which is tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And it's described as an intimate one-time event to create a future you can look forward to, opposed to a future that makes you toss your cookies. (laughs) The event will feature special guest Tony Robbins, just in case Matthew McConaughey strips down naked and goes way off topic. That's all you had to say. <laughs> well, Mike G, you know what we'll be doing tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> and that's going to do it for Strictly Business Headlines this week because I want to get back to Snowfall. All right, Mike G, one thing, I don't know if you missed it, Franklin actually was prepared to break his promise to Gustavo. Yeah. Because Gustavo said, Franklin, he said, Ole, Moreno, you got to promise me that Teddy's going to not come after me, man. That was the promise. He said, don't worry. Don't worry, Oso. I'm going to take care. You ain't got to worry about Teddy no more. You ain't got to worry about Teddy. I'm going to handle Teddy. But when Teddy agreed to give him that third, the half the money back. 37 million. He was prepared to break that promise to Oso. And Oso has been by him from the very beginning and did everything he needed. So I caught that to the point was like, okay, Franklin, you made a promise to Oso that you're going to get rid of Teddy. Now, thanks to dear mama. (laughs) Worst mother ever. The deed is done. Well, she couldn't let him have his money because look where her son ended up anyway. You didn't do him no favors. Well, both both Oso and both Sissy, uh, you know, they they needed to trust Franklin more. Look, Franklin made them and Franklin it was the best businessman on the show. If OK, what's going to be easier to, to deal with, to deal with a, a problem if you have thirty seven million dollars, if you or if you don't have thirty seven million dollars, if Franklin had that thirty seven million dollars, he probably could have made arrangements to keep Oso safe. Also, if he's split the money with Teddy, he could be like, look, Teddy, you get thirty seven million dollars. Also, you get the CIA illegal that I got in my trunk right now. The deal is you get the 37 million and the the illegal in the trunk and you don't mess with me. You don't mess with Oso. It's just Oso and, and Sissy especially didn't allow Franklin to be put in a position where he could be an effective negotiator. And that's on them. And uh, especially sissies, the worst mother of all time. She ruined D'Angelo in The Wire. She ruined Franklin in Snowfall. I don't know who her agent is. She needs to get her some better parts where she's actually a loving mother rather than somebody that sinks the whole world. (laughs) Well, it's just work, Mike G. (laughs) It's just work. (laughs) But there's work at the post office, hell. Okay, we're going to move on. You got the world famous Strictly Business Show with me. Dr. J, the sexiest business show in the world. 